0: First round make it count toss it out stir up the crowd Second round throwing down knock a time to get loud
1: It's the two beer podcast time
0: Welcome back everyone to the two beers podcast I'm your host with the most the talent Drew I'm accompanied here by by the real the real gym rat of the uh, of the podcast, the do it all utility player, Mr. Jordan. Jordan, how are we?
1: Drew, I am good. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm feeling all right, man. I'm feeling all right. It was a little a little under the weather about ten minutes ago, and uh, I feel like I just got my second wind. Woo!
1: All right, I like it. Um, so I'm ready to rock. Hey, um, on that note. Let's just get right into it. Two Bruce salute. Let's assume positions. Three, two, one. I
0: think my. Oh.
1: Uh, that I was think, juicy.
0: I think I think my uh, what do you call it? My pop top was a little more masculine than yours this week.
1: It was juicy. I I was thinking more bootylicious, but um. Ugh. So what is this? Now you sent a picture. Do you have it it in hint? It happened. Is it? Is this your first sip of? the nugget nectar
0: it it is my first sip on this podcast but my second oh you already tried it i tried the uh i so i finally i go into i go into wegman's which another another free advertising plug behind costco the easily the the greatest store known to man um and they uh their their liquor store beer and wine is just out of this world with selection and they uh they had a huge stock of it that came in on sunday so i bought a bought a nice 12 pack and this is this is beer number two trogues nugget nectar
1: so what do you what do you
0: think it's uh it's pretty good man i'm not gonna lie uh you know i might have overhyped myself just from all the all the searching and you know all you uh all you uh pennsylvania folk who were raving about it um i don't i i do have to say i do give the nod to toppling um but that's I just a personal that's just a personal choice you know I, this I... is still pretty good though on a scale at a, a scale of one to ten, I'd give this a I'd give this a nine point two. All right. Toppling's top right. a solid nine point
1: eight. <sighs> to each their own. Uh, this is this is one of my favorites. I I'm drinking another, uh, Nugget Nectar. I was down to one. I went and reloaded with another fifteen. So, I just this is one of my all time favorite beers. I freaking always, love it. D- this year's have, version, yeah. Go you ahead. always
0: did have good uh, reload time.
1: Yeah, I know this. So this this version um. This year is just fantastic. So um, it's good.
0: I did. I I am in full agreement with you. It is good.
1: All right. So, sir, what do we have on tap for tonight?
0: Got some fun stuff, man. We're gonna we're gonna recap last weekend's uh, games. It actually ended up being a flip of, I think, what people thought to expect from, uh, you know, how good each game was gonna be from the NFC and the AFC. We're gonna briefly touch on the Super Bowl since you know you know we're gonna have a whole two weeks to. Uh, to prepare for it so we'll probably get more in depth next week uh big upset in uh in in ufc we're gonna touch on the colin mcgregor fight a little boxings free free boxing on uh on fox this weekend uh and some big fights announced and then we're gonna we're gonna talk a little a little hot nhl that's right the one they play on skates uh
1: <laughs> beer too oh, little- wait, did
0: you say colin mcgregor did
1: I say Colin McGregor? I don't know. I thought you, maybe you did. Uh, anyway, I, I well, so Who is Colin?
0: is Colin? Is that even a person? Is that Colin?
1: Uh, I don't know. Uh. I, I'd be that. I guess that'd be like if our buddy Goff, like sliced his brother with, uh, with, uh, UFC fighter.
0: Oh God. If I don't think that was, uh, anyway, I was going to say, if, they, if there was a way to emasculate him even further, that would definitely be it. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. Gof. Uh, but that would be fun. But yeah, beer too. Uh, an awesome trailer released on Sunday. Uh, we're gonna talk about it because I am all kinds of excited, all kinds of wood. I am pumped for this movie. And then we're gonna talk about Cobra Kai season three. You finally binged it after it's been out what 28 days now, and you finally sucked it up and got through it. So yeah, well we're we were doing
1: all it. we were doing all that peaky stuff and we were taking such in-depth notes and everything that i just didn't have time and then i just i just i did it in one day one shot
0: one day we'll uh one day we'll finish that um (laughs) but yeah yeah yeah, we're gonna uh we're gonna get into it i'll tell you what man i a lot of people thought we were recording the pod last night because i definitely was on text message as if i was on a drunken bender complaining about and just going on a complete complete tangent on the Seton Hall loss and then the Lakers Sixters officiating I had several people ask me how many beers deep was I in recording the pod uh about halfway through my my tangents it was it was quite awesome if I if I was if I didn't delete my text I would uh I'd, I'd pin them on the Twitter because they were I was in rare form man between the 16 blowing a 16 point lead at home and uh just the absolute absurdity of some of the officiating in the last three minutes of that game of the, yeah. the Sixers well, and the Lakers.
1: They should know insane. if you were doing the pod, you'd only beat two beers deep.
0: That's true. That's why we're the two <laughs> beers podcast. So,
1: <laughs> all um, right, man. So, so football last weekend was uh, pretty pretty wild. Uh, first game, um, Buccaneers and Packers. So um, you you had both of these winners, right? Actually,
0: uh, I picked. I yeah. I picked the games correctly last week. And just ready let's just let's 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 get this out of here to clarify. When, when Jordan when when the playoff because I don't understand the confusion. This is like this is like you don't you don't redo your NCAA bracket every every weekend. When, just, when the games you, you, you you're not the picked, only one. When the when when the games first came out, we we purposely waited a week to preview the playoffs because we wanted all of the teams to be set. So that we could go and do like a bracket, like NCAA style, right? You're going to fill out your bracket and that's your bracket for the rest of the other <laughs> uh, rest of the tournament. That's what we put our, our, our 10 Z bet on. That's what it was each week though. We're talking about the games as they happen. Cause we're not going to be assholes and talk about like fictional fantasy matchups of like the teams that are no longer here. I like...
1: just, <laughs> I just, I just thought it was great that under your bracket, you had the Packers. In your weekly pick, you had the Bucks. Yeah. In your bracket, you had the Chiefs, but in our parlay, we had the Bills. So no matter
0: what combination well, get, we well, got, listen, you wouldn't. I, been I able had to say. I had the Packers because of the Saints. You're right, but it was funny. I, I was actually saying to myself, I really don't know why I I allowed you to just sway me on just just riding the Chiefs until they lose. And like I, I was just so. I think I just was so excited to hear you get excited about taking the Bills money line that like I just went with it because I, 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 I stressed it in the pod. I was like, you just can't pick against the Chiefs like until they start you to did. really lose. And then I was like, let's take the Bills money line. You were like, yeah, let's no, do it. No, you said let's take the Bills, and I said no, let's take yeah. a money line.
1: I even yeah, went or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah so i yeah but anyway but i guess before we even get into games by the way it's it's a wrap i'm up a5 and you have no teams left and i have the chiefs winning at all so any at any point you want to venmo me that 10 spot feel free
1: yeah yeah coming your way um but anyway yeah dude that bucks and packers game was pretty wild um i didn't necessarily see it playing out that way um and really i just kind of want to get you going on an aaron rogers rant because uh, how in the world does brady throw three picks in the second half
0: and you don't win the game and six points six, six points
1: off turnovers
0: six points and, yeah. and you know listen rogers aaron Rodgers isn't the reason they lost the game but he certainly should have been the reason why they won the game He's, he's at – like, they're at home. They've got the better team. Like, I guess you can say, you know, what's his name? Um, who's the running back? I They have, like, the – you know, Aaron Jones, Jones? gets hurt. Right? He got hurt, but whatever. Like, Brady gave you th- – he gave you the ball three times, three free possessions, and you can only convert one touch. Like, that just can't happen. That two-minute drill they were running at the end of the first half where they just gave the – basically gave the ball right back to the Bucks and the Bucks score, like – that
1: that's what upset me so um what was the score at that point they were down were they da- they were
0: down was it 14-10 four, yeah i think so yeah and 14-10 14-7 they were down yeah they were down
1: they score. were down 14-10 they had the ball on like their own like 15 or 20 with two minutes left and i actually had to rewind this just to make sure they had, they had it was a two-minute warning they had two timeouts. You have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. They ran one play, which was a running play, from the two-minute mark to the one-minute mark. Insane. One. No, wait, it was a 2 plays. Whatever the ca- case was, it was like, it might what as well have been no plays. <laughs> are you doing? Like, hit the gas. You have Aaron Rodgers. Like I like, Were they worried about leaving time on the clock for Brady? Because guess what? You, all you did was pussyfoot around, and try to take the time off the clock, and all they did was go out and throw a fifty-yard bomb anyway. What were they doing on that play? The, I, don't, the, I don't know. Brady I, went and hit Scotty. What's it, Scotty McCreary for for fifty <laughs> yards? I might as well have been Scotty McCreary. Might as I mean, well what? Been. I mean, just he just uh here I am, six receiver down the sideline. It's <laughs> just what? Where's the D? Come on.
0: Um. Yeah. Scotty Miller.
1: Yeah, I mean fifty Scott. yard. To end with one second left to end the half, like what? And so now you're down twenty-one ten, and you what you should have done was run run put put the foot on the gas. You run your normal Aaron Rodgers two-minute drill. Who cares if you score in thirty seconds? Then you get the ball to start the second half. So you're either you either have some kind of lead, or you're within like a field goal or whatever, going into halftime, and then. You come out and you have the ball to start the half, and it, it it was just it was just a pathetic showing there at the end of the half, and then in in general in the second half it was just so questionable.
0: Uh yeah. So I mean, let's talk. So the the last the last Packers possession, you know, they're down eight, and they're driving. They're moving the ball downfield pretty quickly. Um, I think there's about you know there's probably. Just under three minutes left. Tick, tick, tick. Uh, you know, I'm thinking they're in four down territory. Um,
1: it was just north of two minutes, like two thirty or something. Yeah, like that. two o yeah. five somewhere somewhere between two o five and two thirty.
0: Yeah, and. It's a third I think it's third third downs where he runs where Rodgers has a chance to run the ball. Look like
1: he had a lot of Now, that guy I think was closing coming off the yeah, line. Yeah, the, the, the
0: like all like a lot of the a lot of the angles of this picture make it seem like he's walking in for a touchdown. I think they probably got him down at the 2. Um honestly, but, he might
1: not even get a first down cuz that that defensive lineman was coming back upfield. Um like with some speed. But like you're you're gonna get yards. Yeah. Like, you probably will get the first and, down. And
0: instead he throws it into triple coverage to Devontae Adams. Yeah. Um and then Which leaves a fourth down. And they inexplicably I mean we've had so much debate here over the last this play this playoffs, more than I can uh remember from any in the past, about kick taking points and going for it. And you have Aaron Rodgers, the game on the line, and you don't go for it. You kick a field goal when you have to score and get a stop either way. It made absolutely no sense. Um, the The coaching was and horrific. you're giving
1: it back to Brady. Yeah,
0: like, I, you're not giving it back to like. And I get it. You have three timeouts and the two minute warning. Like but, Joe Flacco. Like
1: you're giving it back to Brady.
0: Yeah, man. Um, it's just ridiculous. Again, coaching terrible. And like for people that want to just give Rodgers a pass, like how do you just keep giving him a pass? Like that's 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 a gate. Like he, there's. You, like there's no way they should have lost that game like the like the buccaneers aren't that good like i'm sorry like that's not a very good football team um and they just found a way to win uh and rodgers explanation you Roger's explana- right. rodgers like, expl- explanation after the game on that on the run play was well i didn't i didn't go for it cuz i thought i was working with four downs that makes no sense why then, why wouldn't you have tried to get every yard you could
1: yeah exactly that ma- it makes
0: no sense like it could, yeah that
1: makes no sense
0: you know what i mean like the the
1: my roger rogers has been to five nfc championships now this was his first one at home but he's been to five nfc championships he may he won the first one and went on to win the super bowl and he's now lost four straight nfc championships
0: friendly and and a friendly reminder and this is a this is a meme that was going all over the place friendly reminder that the packers defense intercepted russell wilson four times and tom brady three times and they lost both games
1: Yes, thank you. That's that's the tweet I was just looking for. And um yeah. it was just and uh and to your point, you know, if you think of Tampa Bay, like they're not
0: They're not. They're not that good. I'm they're
1: sorry. not like a traditional team we see like holy crap. Like like the Chiefs like last year and this year, like the number one seed, like how in the hell is I gonna stop them? The difference with, with, with the Bucks is that they have Brady and they got the killer instinct when you got Brady. That's that's the difference. In that you take you take another good quarterback and put them on that team. They're just they're just a good team. They're not they're not great. And, but you put Brady on a good team, and voila, you're in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, and another, another staggering stat: Tom Brady now has as many NFC championships as Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, and he's been in the NFC for one friggin' year. Yeah. Uh, I'm just do and again, like I like, listen, and this and people that are like, oh, like you know, hating on Rogers and this and when you when you're of the caliber and the ilk of these guys and you're starting to nitpick between, well, who's the best quarterback all the time? Who's the second, third, fourth, fifth? These are the things that you look at that separates like the all-time great. Like we're not we're not comparing Aaron Rodgers to friggin' uh, Tim Tebow. You know what I mean? Like we're comparing. Does, our, we're comparing. Is our, Aaron
1: Rodgers top five quarterback ever?
0: I don't I, even think so. I, I, I don't. Not now. I don't either. Like, in, like winning, in winning time, he's not. You got to come time through in the playoffs. Like, he hasn't won, man. Like, like
1: like I think you said. Like Peyton Manning had his share of shortcomings, but. He, he eventually he at least found a way something. to get two. He did like, something. Yeah, like he found a way to get two Super Bowls.
0: You know what? And the defense, the defense carried him that second Super Bowl, obviously. But dude, he still made plays he needed to make when plays had yes, to be made. Yes, exactly. He made... He couldn't
1: make all the throws he once made, but he could make no. enough throws.
0: No. And uh, and you know what? At least at least he also got, he at least he got to four Super Bowls. Like he got to he got to a second one with with the Colts and got to another one with the Broncos. Like Aaron, and he's got Brady. He's got Big Ben. He's had the better quarterbacks. To, to have to get on that through side of the
1: bracket, to get there, I know. who the
0: who the like, I got oh, who the f have they have Brady or have Rogers and Breeze had to be Eli friggin Manning? Like I'm not even gonna hate on the Eli Manning and the and the Big Brew crew, but Jesus, my God! Like who is the big bad quarterbacks that this the, these two guys? Or the have big bad defenses? Like it's a ro- it's it's oh, a revolving door, dude. I, I can't, man. Like. Yeah, I mean, for me... It's a
1: turnstile in the NFC. Why? It shouldn't be.
0: Like, I'd have to think about it, but, like, you know, Brady, Montana, Peyton. I mean, those two... I I know I'm obviously missing guys, but, like, those three guys right there, to me... Yeah. Yeah. Probably Uh, solidify themselves. Um,
1: Yeah, I mean, you could easily say Bradshaw, and he didn't have the stats, but if you watch old clips of Bradshaw, my God, what a thrower. Um, But... He was I mean, a thrower, he, not a shower. Yeah. Th- so there was um a lot of
0: Starbucks.
1: Uh, Starbucks. Oh, oh, Starbucks. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> like Starbucks?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Aikman. I'm at the point where I might even put Troy Aikman ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Like, I. No, I just, I'm not that far. But. I, I did so, win three, though. You but. know what, man? I'm so disappointed. Like, it, I, I know. I just it don't want to hear. I just don't want to hear the excuses for him anymore, man. Like that. That that should have been a game. He put on. He put the team on his back, and they won the game. And he didn't. Like Could, it,
1: couldn't handle the goat, even though the goat threw three picks. Ugh. Um. All right. Well. Anyway, on the other side, the AFC side, we were. We were. I know. A lo- pretty <laughs> much everybody was all hyped for the Bills Mafia to show. Everyone up. thought this was
0: going to be the close game.
1: Yeah, and and the Bills came out hot early and just settled for field goals and th- the fact that the Bills were settling for field goals, you could feel that that kind of like calmed the Chiefs that they yeah. were like, "Okay, this game is not getting away from us." And then then they were off to the races.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. Uh I mean, you just you just saw how, I, I don't even
1: have a final score, but it was a, it was a lot to a little. What was it
0: 30, 38-24, I think was the final score.
1: Yeah, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think I think they won by fourteen. Um, the most exciting parts of the game was like the uh, the near uh, brawls that happened at the end when the uh, the Bills were just getting chippy because they were pissed that they were getting bounced, and then the Chiefs were just kind of laughing at them. So. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not. I mean, there's not a ton to say. Your, I think I think the key or the turning point in the game was, maybe, maybe not the first drive, where the Bills are inside the you know inside the ten and they opt for the field goal instead of um, going for it. Yeah. Um, but the second time it happened, like, you you know you you got to the point you were at by rolling the dice, going for it on fourth downs, like being aggressive offensively and like you know letting Josh Allen make plays make plays with his legs and, and whatnot. And they basically kind of went away from that um, in the first half, where they had a chance to to really just stay close with the Chiefs, and they they tried to play it safe, and the Chiefs made them pay. You just you just saw in that game that it's just it's so hard to just stick with the Chiefs because you know I mean like Mahomes just has the ability to break loose, like does he not even just you know running, but he's just so elusive in the backfield. Like you can only stick with Tyreek, Tyreek Kill, and, and Kelsey for like three or four seconds, and then it's impossible. And Mahomes is able to buy himself like six, seven seconds back there, and those guys are just wide open. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, um, really, and, and I'm usually one to take the points a little bit old school, but when you're playing the Chiefs,
0: yeah, you gotta have a, yeah. They,
1: they're gonna score points um so like you gotta think that you're gonna have to score points so like you said the first one okay get on the board the second one you're gonna need the touchdowns um
0: yeah well and especially because the chiefs had just routed off it was 10 nothing bills and the chiefs rattled off three straight touchdowns so now it's like you need to do something and they yeah. just opted for three and so you're still now you're now you're down yeah yeah now you're still down nine two scores um yeah, it wasn't exciting, it's a shame. Bills Mafia was a great story. It was good yeah, it was good to see some fresh blood out there. It it would have been hilarious to see the Bills who finally got Brady out of the division and could do something, have to play him in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what do you what do you what are you thinking for the uh for the Super Bowl I, thinking... I don't even
1: you know what? I, I don't even know yet, other than this is my only thought when when I picked Aaron Rodgers to win that game last week. Why did I ever freaking bet against Tom Brady? So, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm gonna bet for, for, on the Buccaneers this time around, but I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be over faster than uh, Brock Lesnar versus uh, Kofi Kingston in a squash match. I think I think Chiefs are gonna blitz him blitz them early. I I think they're gonna win by a million.
1: I mean that's that's the thing, right? Just just blitz Brady and he's freaking old. He like. I, well, I just I just
0: meant bl- like blitz him out and just oh, just, just like offensively, yeah, like yeah, like figuratively, not actually blitz the quarterback. Oh, well, I thought no, I think they yeah, no, I, yeah, pl- get, get Brady to move poor, like three steps and yeah, then... poor choice of words on my part. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just intended. I just don't see it. I mean, I'm sure I'm gonna let you convince me to bet the Bucks money line next week, but uh, I I think I think the Chiefs are gonna beat him by like three or four touchdowns. I just I can't. can
1: be rather convincing, can't I? You really
0: can. Wink, uh,
1: wink, nudge, nudge.
0: Yeah yeah i can see why junior prom was a little more exciting than uh some might have thought it was going to be for you
1: yeah i mean i didn't even tell you about senior prom no. um all right well on that note um so i i actually did bite the bullet and i spent the 70 bucks on uh, mcgregor poirier poirier
0: colin mcgregor or connor mcgregor
1: um both uh <laughs> colin came on first and did a little irish jig for his brother connor and then uh yeah so um You know what it was it was an interesting card um there was a a decent women's match there the women's matches are usually pretty good in ufc they're usually pretty technical um i didn't know the these two um it was okay it was not one of my not one of my more favorite women's matches um but the fight right before mcgregor and poirier poirier was um uh, michael chandler versus um i think his name is dan hooker I had seen Hooker fight before. He was the six ranked prospect, and Drew, this is all in the one fifty five uh, lightweight. Um,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna take your word for it on this one because I have no idea what the UFC weight classes are.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, this Michael Chandler guy came over. There, Drew. There's a league called Bellator that's kind of like the quote unquote rival of of UFC. Mm-hmm. They have a lot more free TV than UFC does, but they're kind of like the aging talent and the up-and-coming talent, and just like the C, the C team of the UFC. Um, so, this Michael Chandler guy came up through Bellator, and apparently, I I don't follow it enough, but they, apparently, UFC backed up the Brinks truck to bring him over from Bellator. So he so he was unranked, and he fought this Hooker, knocked him out first round. It was cool. he Hooker it, Hooker was staying at distance for a good like minute and a half. And they finally engaged, and this Michael Chandler guy just knocked his ass out. And so, nice. and then af- after the fight, this dude Chandler called out McGregor, called out Khabib. Um, you know, he's like, "I want the fights." So that was exciting. Um, we'll we'll see where that goes. But McGregor and Poirier, um, it was interesting. Um, it was it, it was a second round knockout. Um, and you didn't necessarily see it coming. McGregor was doing very well. Um, he was actually he doing won the big, first
0: round, right? According to most people.
1: Yeah, yeah no, no. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say because I, I would say Poirier probably won. M- McGregor won on fist strikes. Poirier was kicking the hell out of uh, McGregor's front leg. And for whatever reason, McGregor wasn't ready for it and couldn't adjust. And he just let Poirier keep um, kicking his front leg, which honestly, that, like, the, the, the front leg kick and the guillotine choke are my two favorite moves in uh, UFC. I don't know why. Um, they're just like, I don't know, they're just kind of like unique to, to uh, MMA fighting. But, um, so. McGregor, you, you could tell they were like doing some damage and you could see McGregor's leg visibly getting like swollen <laughs> and him not being... So what, what that did was, and you'll appreciate this, Drew, being a boxing guy. Spaghetti when, legs. Well, he he couldn't plant on the front leg to lunge on his punch, so he had to get closer, just like a, like a half step closer to land his punches. Okay. And so when he closed that gap uh Poirier was able to just like catch him with a couple shots and so McGregor was doing a good job like ducking and weaving but when he ducked he 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 ducked right into a right cross and um that that sent him down and then uh Poirier was just on top of him mauling him and the ref had to jump in so um oh also in the first round I meant to say too uh Poirier actually took McGregor to the ground mcgregor had fantastic defense of that in the first round um and 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 that kind of like i always forget because i'm not like a huge ufc guy but like mcgregor's technical side is great um so that was that was cool to see him get out of that takedown but um yeah man second round that that those front leg kicks there was like a dozen front leg kicks and they were they were effective and um yeah it just it took mcgregor's leg out from under him and then you know, like i said he had kind of had to close that gap and then that just that just set up poirier for the uh the vicious strike so from here the lightweight division's pretty much the only division with multiple stars in the ufc um so mcgregor's team wants a third bout with with poirier um there was some talk about mcgregor fighting what some of the manny pacquiao or like some of the and they're like oh yeah that's Pac- not that pacquiao, that's not McGregor. happening now or like or mcgregor fighting like one of the youtubers and they're like that's not happening now and i'm like what does one loss like mcgregor's already lost four times like what is one ufc loss now see that
0: i didn't realize i thought his loss to khalib was his first loss of his professional career so
1: that was news to me nate diaz i think was his first loss which i was okay. going to bring him up in a second there's this dude nate diaz drew legitimately scary person and, and i probably outweigh him by 40 like or chucky, 50 pounds chucky
0: scary or what, what kind of scary are we talk about
1: like psychopath you know like how i used to be in college like psychopath.
0: yeah okay
1: <laughs> no <laughs> no dude like like he's a scary dude and he, he's and so uh um like so nate diaz is actually calling out poirier now um, so is uh, Michael Chandler. Um, and uh, so I, I really, I, th- I think the fights that maybe McGregor and Poirier three happens, but the fights I'd like to see is Poirier versus uh, Nate, Nate Diaz. And Nate Diaz is just such a psycho. Poirier is obviously awesome now, but I'd like to see um, Michael Chandler versus um, um, McGregor now. Because okay. I think McGregor's getting to the point where it's almost like a Ronda Rousey situation where we need to see it's kinda like a show me for both of those guys. Like, is Michael Chandler legit, or did he just happen to get like this sixth ranked guy on a bad night? And mcgregor is like, okay, is this dude fading like like a Ronda Rousey or is he is he gonna bounce back? Um and hmm. Nate Diaz is just such a psychopath. To, i'd like to see him go after poirier and the champ in this division is khabib he and well, he's
0: retired now right or he says official. he
1: says he is but he, it's not official yet i honestly think he's staying retired so and and he's a psychopath too yeah. um so um yeah that that's where i think that's going um so I, yeah, the you two, know
0: the 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 two the two coolest things and again i'm not a big ufc guy but like the two coo- the two coolest UFC things I've ever seen is one just just the Rousey experience in general just like how her rise yeah just yeah just how like it, I mean I I would go to bars with my buddies to watch her like friggin four minute fights like and I I I'm very much against MMA for that reason we talked about last week. And Khalib, after he beat McGregor, how he just like scaled the cage and just started like trying to beat the shit out of like like uh, McGregor's entourage. <laughs> that was coolest... that
1: was a nasty yeah. thing because there was there was stuff said about race and uh, oh yeah, ethnicity sure. and religion and stuff on both sides, and it was just kind of like yeah. Yikes. Those are those are
0: those are like the two things that are I'll you know if I were to if I were to die tomorrow, those are the two things that would always be stuck in my mind. And then I think. I think there was some kind of assault on the
1: bus with Khabib and McGregor too, like as they were like leaving the arena or something. If I remember it correctly, would shock me. Yeah, dude, that they that was that was wild. It was uh, nuts.
0: It was so nuts.
1: Um. Anyway, so yeah, you know, not not something I'm going to get into again. The the seventy bucks was was fine. I enjoyed it. It was worth it. Um. Was, there was some couple couple good fights. I'm, I'm this Michael Chandler guy it, uh, it has my uh, interest peaked. Okay. Um, the the guy the only other guy I'd consider dropping money on is Israel Adesanya, which he was the announcer for the uh, Tyson and Roy Jones fight. I mean he's I, I've watched some of his earlier fights before he became as big as he is, but um, if, if he was had a good fight, I I I'd, I'd probably watch that. Um but other than that man yeah there's there's stars in UFC but there's there's not multiple stars at each weight weight class so that's that's yeah. kind of their challenge um there there's there's a couple women's stars who are just oh my gosh they are fantastic fighters to watch but again there's there's just not multiple of them so the like uh, Amanda Nunez just kind of like ran through there there was a lot of women who were like even and then she just ran through them all pretty yeah. much <laughs> and so it's um yeah anyway uh, that's that's all i got on ufc um cool yeah which you know our our true fighting love uh you want to talk about the boxing
0: coming up this weekend yeah man well for just to for anybody that wants to just you know you got a free 40 minutes you just want to check out a fight this past saturday on show if you have if you have showtime it's free on showtime uh, it was the, uh, junior light heavyweight WBO championship between Angelo Leo and Stephen Fulton, uh, and Fulton's a Philly guy. So I had some interest in it watching. And these are two little guys who just threw, they threw over a thousand punches. They were just like in the trenches the whole time, just ripping off body shots. We talked about it earlier. Like you could tell neither one of them had the power to finish the other one off but if yeah. you just want to see two guys just throw tons of punches at each other, this was an insane fight to check out. How how either one of these guys don't, don't have, like, kidney damage from all the body shots they were taking is just insane. So Yeah, uh, I, I watched
1: it. Um, you know, this was at, uh, I believe, 126, right? 122. 122. It was okay. close.
0: I'll, I'll give you it.
1: Okay. Um, I, I just looked it up here. It said 126, but here nor there. Um, yeah, so they, um, like I told Drew, I, it was, as the fight went on, it was apparent that neither of these guys had the power to, to actually hurt the other guy, but what they lacked in, it, it was an extreme lack of power they made up for it in an extreme cardio, uh, yeah. shape and cause neither of them tired. And it was just like, like Drew said, they threw a thousand punches and it was it was like in that scene in Creed where where Rocky just throws the tire down and says both of you put your lead foot in there toe to pu- toe and punch, and it was that's exactly it was huh. it, it was it, it was incredible. But like I said, after the you after like nine rounds of them doing it, and you you realize like oh they're not gonna hurt the other guy, then it just kind of like got a little bit annoying. I,
0: I mean I just I just thought Leo was gonna just just fall at some point just from. I, I mean I thought I thought Fulton... you, Yeah, I thought so too for like nine rounds. And yeah. Then I was like I just I just, like, oh, I, just I didn't think he was happen. gonna get like a vicious shot. I just figured he was just gonna take too many punches and it would have to get stopped. Uh it was nuts. But that was just again, if you if you have showtime, definitely worth the forty minutes to, to watch that. Um, yeah. I had it as a two or three round
1: victory for Stephen Fulton and the judges had it as a blowout by Stephen yeah. Fulton over layers. So, so that that was interesting.
0: No shock once again, judges, judges are all over the place here. Yeah, and the compu
1: box um, actually backed me up on
0: that. Um, we're going to we're gonna have to tweet our, our boy Dan, let him know that he, yeah. he, he got it right, just like the two beers uh, did. <laughs> we were on the same page, page, so it had to be right. <laughs> um, Alright, so this weekend, free boxing, man, on Fox. Uh, Kaleeb Plant is taking on, he's the IBF. Is that Kaleeb or Caleb? Caleb, Kaleeb, whatever. We'll call it Caleb. We'll go Caleb. <laughs> um, <laughs> Khaleb just sounds cooler. Uh Caleb Caleb Plant versus Caleb Truex. So two Caleb the Battle of the Calebs. Caleb Truix Uh Plants the IBF uh Super Middleweight Champion, which is what weight? Super on, you Middleweight? You can do it.
1: Um, I'm gonna say one fifty five.
0: Uh I was gonna let you keep the ten bucks show me if you got it right. 168. Damn it. Uh yeah, so he is so you know right now I think Plant is number 2 ranked in the 168. Obviously Canelo is number 1. Uh Truix, he's 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 in the, he's ranked 10th. Um, you know, he's 37. Listen, Plant Plant's going to handle him. Um I you know, I think this is going to be Truex's last fight. You know, it's not you know, he he's a pro. He's not somebody that you can take lightly. Um, I just think you know plant just has quicker hands quicker feet um he's just the better boxer you know Trux, he he likes to be aggressive you know he likes to he likes to fight coming forward i just think if he does that uh plant's just gonna eat him alive um the biggest thing you know plant Plant didn't have a great performance his last fight out so this is really gonna you know be important for him to um to put on a good show uh because ultimately, at 168 now, the the paydays are coming where Canelo goes. So he wants to make sure that he sets himself up here for uh, you know for the fall of next year to to fight an undisputed, uh, hopefully undisputed championship with with him. Um, yeah, I I was trying to think of any type of way. That Truex could maybe pull up an upset, and I, I just couldn't, just couldn't do it. Um, I don't believe I've seen either of these guys fight. But... I've watched a couple of Plant fights. Uh, I have not uh, watched a Truex fight. He, he, he won. He was a world champion three years ago. Um, he's thirty-one and four, so he's got a good record. Plants twenty and zero. I just, you know Plants just got way too much speed. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna call stoppage in the sixth round. Uh, I, think, I do think this is going to be Truax's last fight, so I think he's really going to go all out here. I'm going to say plant, stoppage, ninth round. That's my prediction. Okay.
1: Yeah, I haven't really seen either one. I'm not going to give a prediction, but I, I'm rolling with you, bro.
0: I love it. Um, if I call this one right, too, uh, we're going to have quite the win streak. Um, There's
1: just going to be so many eggplants out there on the oof. in the Twitterverse.
0: I'm going to be—I mean, between between getting all these football games right lately and not getting this game right, <laughs> I mean, no, this fight. Oh. Um, other, but in other news now, uh, Canelo and Billy Joe Saunders, the other, the other two champions at 168, they agreed in terms to a fight in late May. So Canelo, who we didn't see box for a year and a half, just fought in December get you know, he just he just uh, he just knocked off um, Callum Smith, who was the number one at 168. He's fighting a he's fighting a mandatory uh, title defense. I I keep forgetting the guy's name here at the end of February. Then, or, <laughs> Willem or William or Dilliam uh, or Venom or Winum or Winium whoever. or whoever. We'll call him five rounds because that's as long as that fight's going to last. Um, yep. And then he's gonna fight Joe Saunders or Joe or Joe Saunders in May, which is just nuts to think about that he's gonna have three fights. That's that's Navarrete territory right there. Yeah, um, which,
1: oh, man, where where
0: are you, Navarrete? We need you. This is nuts. This is probably this is like the longest layoff. This is a longer <laughs> dude. This is a longer layoff that he had with COVID, which is crazy, <laughs> with the world shutting down. Yeah, he's yeah. You're exactly yeah. I mean, it, he's it, he's been radio silent for four months. So, yeah, and, it's and he's of. usually fighting every three months. So yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, you know, big news like Canelo. You know, he's he's going at it. This guy. You know, he he realizes he's at his prime. He just wants to beat all these guys now. Uh, hopefully, some of these other boxers and these other weight classes. You know, specifically 147, where uh, Earl Spence. You know, I know we don't know all the facts, but he just seems to want no part of Terence Crawford and just keeps coming up with these crazy crazy purse splits knowing that that's never going to happen um Canelo's going all out uh i think he'll be Billy Joe Saunders and then uh in and play will go at it for undisputed at 168 which will be nuts and then he if he does if he if he if he gets if he gets undisputed at 168 i i'm I, I think we have our you know our Roy Jones Jr here of the uh the 2010s canelo canelo you know we thought it might be loma but it turns out canelo was waiting for it all along potentially
1: yeah could be so then he could be like roy and just keep keep gaining
0: more and more weight and just keep going. i mean he already won a title at 175 next step is cruiserweight why not just keep going yeah so
1: yep cool coolio dude um well uh one more thing to on on the sports side before we get to the parlay um there was a big trade on the nhl front um two disgruntled young stars um we had Patrick Laine go from the Winnipeg Jets to the Columbus Blue Jackets in exchange for uh Pierre-Luc Dubois was the uh young defenseman who was the centerpiece of that um the um oh there was another guy Jack Reslovich, uh goes to Columbus as well and there was some picks involved and some salary and all that but um Drew, I tried to come up with an NBA version of this of what it would be like.
0: I was just about to say, are we talking NHL or NBA?
1: So, um uh so yeah, no, it was it was very much like that. So the thing um, for Line A is I don't know, there was like his teammates like didn't like him up there and like he got he was the system didn't fit him and like he just didn't fit in up there. And, and he's, Drew, he's one of the premier goal scorers, like, skill-wise. Okay. Like, one of the top five goal scorers in the league. Like, like there's, like, Ovechkin and Stamkos, like, kind of, like, tier one. And he's, like, pretty much right there in tier two, like, top of tier two. So, um, as a winger. So, so he's going to Columbus. And, and he, he just didn't fit that situation, which is weird because... The coach for Columbus is just known for being like a stickler for defense and not playing a wide open style. So that's not going to fit this guy either. Okay. Um, And the guy they sent out, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, young defenseman, he wanted to basically be in like a bigger city with a bigger stage. But he got sent out to Winnipeg, which is like a small town in Western Canada. So... he's so like but okay. they both got traded but like kind of not what they the situations they wanted to land in um so i i compared this like this
0: would be like if devin booker got traded from phoenix i was not uh, dude we are on he'd be Patrick the same Laine, i was just about it, to say is that so is that like devin booker wanting to get traded
1: yes and then it's like if he got traded for uh michael porter jr the nuggets basically um is kinda like the the scenario that I, I equate it to. So okay. I mean like like kind like pretty big trade, big deal. And so I have their um their contract situations here. Oh come on internet really. Um basically the Pierre okay, here it is. Yeah, Pierre Luc dubois um becomes an a uh, restricted free agent in twenty twenty two. And then Line A becomes a restricted free free agent in 2021. Um, so you know, not not on long term deals. They're they're both young in their 20s, um, both big time talents. So um, and that Raz uh, Jack Razlevich, that other guy that uh the, the defenseman that the Columbus got, he he's no slouch either. The Penguins were kind of had their eye on him, um, but he's from Columbus, so he gets to come play for his hometown team. So um yeah kind of a big trade so which you Dude. don't all
0: like you really don't
1: see you really see
0: stars get traded in the NHL st- yeah league. you
1: really don't see st- especially star for star like that doesn't happen um but um other than that you know this this you know NHL season's marching along there's games postponed left and right and you're playing the same team continuously so um they're getting them in though so we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens yeah. um the Florida Panthers all of their opponent, I, I forget if they themselves had COVID, but as of today, they've only played like three or four, five-ish games, as opposed to everyone else's like ten. So they got to play something ridiculous, like 50 games in 100 days or something like that. So like, I, I don't know what's gonna happen there, but hmm. and they're supposed to be a team that contends too, so for for a playoff spot. So <laughs> we'll see what happens, man. But
0: okay, all right.
1: Yeah, that's the NHL roundup. Um, uh,
0: fun fun fact though, uh, since we were talking trades and it just made me think of the NBA, since uh cur- courtesy of my stat, my NBA stat man, Kevin Lacey, since the James Harden trade, the Houston Rockets now have the league's best defensive rating. And they've okay. won and they've now won four in a row and are peaking peaking at five hundred. Nice. I like it. Meanwhile, the Nets that I think believe now have the worst defensive rating in the NBA. You don't say. I do say, sir. Is that how that works? I think it is how that works. That top guy. That Who would have thought? It's crazy, man. It's crazy. That's nifty galifty. So, fun Fun fact. I, I am so... I'm rooting so hard for the Rockets just to make the playoffs.
1: Oh, me too. I, I like the Rockets. But I'm also rooting for my boy. My the king of Spearmint Rhino himself, (laughs) the gnarly beard, the dead bod gut, the addicted to strippers, the one and only James Harden, Kyrie, go sulk somewhere else, get off the court, give the ball to James. He has the triple step back, six step step back, three that he'll go splash in your eye, and one. The ref will call it even though he just gets blowed on. And Kate, and then KD will just drop a bunch of monster deuces right in people's
0: eye. Nets baby, woo! That was fun. I I was about to ask you, did you write that rhyme until you stopped rhyming? Oh, I didn't realize I was rhyming. Yeah, you probably weren't. I think I'm just drunk now. Um, <laughs> one the more n- fun. The Nugs will hit you. One more NBA fun fact: the Seventy Sixers, when they have their full starting lineup, ten and oh. I'm
1: starting. They're starting to make me a believer, sir. They're
0: pulling me back in. Oh God, I'm so ready to be hurt again. Oh. All right. Hey, you got anything else for sports, bro? Nah. Let's do the parlay. Let's do which, it. Which
1: uh, we're gonna take your suggestion and just do a two teamer, just 'cause we're, we're we are literally just shooting blind. But here there's because...
0: no yeah. There's no there's no NFL. There's like lines for like two basketball games, which I wouldn't even bet on any of the plus four with teams. COVID, everything's bound to be uh
1: canceled anyway so that's why the lines just come out so late these days yeah um so we're just we're just gonna roll we're just what gonna do you, roll all right what do you
0: what do you what do you like this weekend Holmes
1: um so I'm gonna stick with hockey since it's been good to me um I am going to go and I'm going blind here so I don't know what the over is gonna be I'm gonna go with the over uh, on let's see uh, Saturday night seven o'clock Maple Leafs versus Oilers. I'm gonna go the over with that one. Ooh, or wait, hold on. Uh, um, 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 um. Give me one second. One second. One second. Do, 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 Where'd that game go? Minnesota. I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, this game caught my eye. Um, okay, I, I take it back. Avalanche vs. Wild, over. Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Be there, no matter B what Square. it is,
0: we're going over.
1: Over. Bam. Avalanche Wild. Saturday night. Okay. Love it. Eat I my like shorts.
0: It. I like it. Yep. All right. What you got? uh We're gonna we're gonna take uh Caleb Plant by stoppage. Nice. Uh, what do, do you have the odds on that? I don't. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see. You can I don't think you can bet the round, right? Because that would be fun. Um, I
1: wish you would have told me. I would have had it. Pull up, but I'll do it well, now. You wanna okay, sing, sing our, us a song, Mr. Piano Man? No, let's up?
0: just we're just we're just gonna we're I gonna, think you should sing us a song. We're gonna take him by stoppage. Um but it ain't no lie, baby ba 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 wanna um, be a fool for you. Uh you know what just they don't another have it. Player in your game but two but Um no they don't have it. Oh god, you're so disappointing all the time. All right. Yeah, I'm we're sorry. gonna say we're gonna say plant by stoppage. Uh, we'll look at it before we make the bet to see if we can uh, on Saturday to see if we can get crazy. Get some juice, get some juice. Yeah, uh, I like
1: it. Yeah, plant by stoppage, and then that hockey game that I said
0: Minnesota and, and Colorado over. And a bonus. We'll see if we're gonna tease this or not or not. Uh, I bet the house on Villanova to cover whatever their spread is against Seton Hall on Saturday. Bet the house. I know. I I hate to. I don't. I don't. Yeah, we'll we'll stick with our two. We may maybe we'll take that separately uh, and have some fun with it. But yeah, it's yeah, it's over. God. All right. Well,
1: you know what? On that note, let's let's assume positions. Two bruce salute. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Ah, there we go. Now, in honor of Cobra Kai season three, I have. A short neck bottle, Coors Golden Banquet beer. Hiya! Silence. Well, quiet. quiet. Um, I'm assuming you're sticking with the old nugs.
0: Oh yeah. It's a solid 15 percent around a Thursday night. This is nice. Fifteen percent. Seven and a half plus seven and a half equals
1: fifteen. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, wait, what? I'm like I thought they were seven and a half. I gotcha. I don't um, do math
0: for a living, but I can at least do simple math.
1: Um Okay, well, before we get into Cobra Kai season three, you wanted to talk about Ooh. a franchise that is near and dear to your your heart. I kinda dabble here and there, but it's really not,
0: but I'm just so I'm just so infatuated yes, you, with the recent releases. You dude, no, you're you're a big Kong and Godzilla guy. Uh, I do love me some Kong. Ugh. So, on Sunday, the, the much... It's been... So, when HBO Max came out and became a thing, like, two months ago, they they made the announcement that there was going to be a whole slate of Warner Brother movies that were going to be releasing in theaters, but then same-day releases on HBO Max. And, to my surprise, because I thought this was going to be on hold um, for at least a year, Godzilla vs. Kong was on the list. And... I mean, it, and it was not only that, but it was on a list for a March release. I'm like, dude, we haven't even seen a trailer yet. What is going on? So they dropped the bomb on us that the trailer was coming out Sunday. Uh, I was like a kid on Christmas morning when I woke up. This thing was awesome. Um, I think it, I've talked about it, in the it pod was before. a good trailer. Oh admit. god, dude, the soundtrack, everything. So. The first this is all part of Warner Brother or maybe it's DC or whichever company is doing this new revived monsterverse they're calling it. Um obviously there was the first Godzilla movie, Brian Cranston was the big sell for that. Uh, it was okay. Like if you wanna watch it you got two hours to kill, like it was fine. Um the graph you know, the CGI is obviously amazing. But like the the whole plot, the script, the acting, eh, I'd give it a six. Um Kong Skull Island followed that, which was amazing. Uh, I, the, the the cast was incredible. You had uh, Tom Hiddleston who plays Loki in the Avengers. Uh, you know Brie Larson who plays Captain Marvel. Uh, Sam Jackson's in it. Like you know, if he's not killing snakes on planes, he's going after you know two hundred foot tall gorillas. Um, and then John C Reilly's in it for comic relief. So that movie was Is really that the good. one with Jack Black. No, God no. You're thinking of Peter Jackson's uh, Kong. Um, with our man with our man uh what do you call it uh Chung or Angel no god who played what, what was Trangreta who who did Adrian Brody play Adrian Brody
1: Luca Trangreta
0: Luca Trangreta yeah 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 Brody was in that <laughs> one um i'm mixing up my my brothers here uh and then dude the the second Godzilla came out Godzilla king of the monsters and our girl Millie Millie Bobby Brown was in it and dude that movie was I thought that was one of the best movies of like 2019 wait she
1: was already in a Godzilla movie she
0: was in the second the the Godzilla sequel yeah oh I did not know that dude she's in this one right and she's gonna be in this one too same character yeah same character oh shit I did Uh, not know that yeah I I I I I got Godzilla King of the Monsters on Redbox because I didn't go to the movies I was like ah, the first one was whatever I'm not gonna waste my money I immediately regretted that decision because that movie was great. Uh, so that's why I was really pumped for this movie, dude. This trailer was awesome. You have this like little like little buildup where like they're bringing you just see Kong. He's all chained up on this uh, freighter ship. They're you know they're bringing him back to the states, obviously. And then it gets all quiet and like everybody's all panicked. And then you just see Godzilla's like you know scales in the water, blowing up ships. And then you see him and Kong are just. Throwing shots like they're friggin' Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield on a on yeah. the, on on the ocean with this like sick rap song playing in the background, um, you know. And then it ends with this awesome like line where a guys like, "Who who's gonna bow to who?" And it's just like Kong bows to no one. And then you just see Kong with a a radioactive battle axe just taking a shot at Godzilla's head to end the thing. Yeah. dude this movie's gonna be great uh I'm all in I may I may go to the movies to see it I may just roll the dice on uh dude, on, we should on meet whatever halfway. we should meet some <laughs> we should meet your buddies in Harrisburg don't don't tease me you I'm not I'm not he, teasing you we should're going it. we're doing it it's over we're gonna we're gonna, up. we're gonna we're gonna hit up the evergreen brewery we'd be we're, the only ones in the theater exactly that's what I'm saying like what, like how how Dude, I, I, what do you put call Put on it? a my, mask, uh... put on
1: two masks, put on three oh. masks,
0: whatever. Oh, man. I I have like 8,000, like, Lysol wipes in my garage from my neurotic wife, who, by the way, now I'm kind of pissed. The best part about the, the Packers Bucks game was, uh, by when uh, when it was all over for the packers my wife goes well i guess i guess howa would say going to the super bowl <laughs> damn it I, I wrote that down to say it too i
1: suck <laughs> anyway um, anyway but speaking of funny things my favorite part of this trailer was the star wars community took over uh, kong versus godzilla and they they put a meme in there of uh, yes kong at, at the top of the building looking down at godzilla saying i have the high ground
0: <laughs> and godzilla you underestimate my power i'm so pumped bro oh it's gonna be dude it's gonna be so good it's it's a shame that like the humans that were in the first god or the first kong are pretty much dead because it took place like 70 years before this movie um because that would be really cool but yeah dude it's it's gonna be awesome i've heard so, i've i've uh i've already seen some like screenshots of the trailer where like the plot is starting to come together to what I think will happen, but I don't want to spoil that for anybody, so. Cool. cool. And now dude, can we, since we'll be the only two in the movie theater, we should, like, sneak our, our mics in and, like, live review it <laughs> as we're watching it. Come on. Oh, it's Mobile hotspot. Oh, my God. We're going to be so good. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll just we we are just record it on our phones.
1: Um, we could upgrade to that video site and have a video pod. And just watch it? Yeah, but then that's
0: like, you know, bootlegging and piracy. No, no, so. no, the v- camera would just be at us
1: while we watch it.
0: Hey, man, we got plenty of attorneys as friends that can get us out of that jam.
1: That's true. Um, Alright,
0: let's 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 talk about the main event. Silence! No, 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 they say quiet!
1: Um, I, I just wanted to say it, I didn't actually want you to be quiet, but... Um, yeah, man, Cobra Kai, season three. You just,
0: you just, I, so I watched it, I watched it over four days when it came out on New Year's, so you got the recency bias, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you drive, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some, I'm gonna take, take it off, take off a little bit here, like you do on pretty much every pod, so go ahead.
1: Um, well, thanks, um, but, no, I, I, I obviously loved it. Um, so good. It was, it was, the, the writing just continued to be fantastic. This one had more ridiculous things in it but the writing still just remained so good that it's like plausible that it it just worked i don't know about plausible but it worked um something which at first really annoyed me but by the end i really enjoyed was the whole crease backstory of him as a vietnam vet and they kind of built that into it in season two but they actually had scenes of him in vietnam in season in season uh three i really it, i really like... actually started out as a bus boy like at the like at the ol, old school you know uh diner um you know they'll think of like the old um like uh milkshake diner kind of thing and that that's he was like the bus boy there and um he got bullied by like the football team and and all this crap and then
0: he so, ends up at, he ends up in nom with, Fun. hold with, on fun fun fact i think i told you oh no i know i you just watched it so i didn't tell you that the the fo- the football player Jock that's bullying him that like he fights with in the yeah. back of this that is Crease's act the actor's son.
1: Wow, that's yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, fun fun little fact there. Yeah,
1: um, that's neat. But um, honestly, I just made me think of Back to the Future the whole time, and I was thinking Biff Tannen
0: is what I was thinking. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I, I really, it. I really, I really dug the uh, and maybe because it's my my love for backstory. But I thought the whole way they I was we- thinking about you the whole time. I was oh, like, Drew love loves backstory. Oh, I I love. I thought it was perfect how they weaved in that whole like Vietnam thing with Crease throughout the entire uh, season. I I really liked it. I think I saw Walter Sobchak in the background too. I don't know what that is.
1: Oh, I hate you, <laughs> Walter Sobchak.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: What does have to do with
0: Nah Man, Walter? Oh <laughs> that's that's impressive you even know his his last name. Yeah. So he it, says it in the damn movie. You, <laughs> oh uh, that is that's a big Lebowski reference for anyone who's not an asshole like me. Oh, it's great. My bad. Uh, yeah.
1: Um any anywho, yeah. No, nah, so I, I I enjoyed that part. Um as odd as it was, and it was kind of out of place a little bit, but I again it just worked. Was um Ralph Ralph Macchio Macchio or Machio? Macho. Ralph Macchio's um trip to Japan Okinawa Um yeah so he he went over there to try and you know conv, conv, convince their version of you know the, the the knockoff Toyota to not pull the dealership from him because uh, of all the bad press that they've been the karate dojo was giving his business oh god <laughs> which <I> just so...
0: <laughs> just cracks me up.
1: <laughs> just saying it out loud is so well, we were talking
0: we were talking about a group chat today. It was ba- you it was basically like Ralph Ralph Macchio just wanted a free trip to Japan. he he they really did film over there. That's where they uh I just started filing Cobra why? Kai. Not there was nothing there that was distinctly Japanese other than
1: like the landscape views well, and you could have easily CGI'd those in. Apparently you're wrong because they went there. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know why, but um I mean it was ridiculous because he finds his from that was the second one, right? The second movie. That was. When they yes. go over there. Yes. And and he finds his love interest over there who somehow has remained single all these years. So there's like some uh, not necessarily sexual It was tension, a little it a, was a
0: little uncomfortable.
1: There's no, not not uncomfortable. There was some relationship tension there. And then she goes and finds the bad guy from that movie who is just a total stiff towards him the entire time. Until he beats him up and he's about to kill him. And then he plays a little game of got your nose. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like they did, that was not well done. That was like a, an abrupt shift, but it, it was, it was still funny. And then sure enough, the lady who's running knockoff Toyota, um, no, the, the international sales division is <laughs> the,
0: little the little girl, girl he, saves.
1: He, he saved from the, from the, uh, pier in the typhoon.
0: <laughs> it was all. It so was all. Saved,
1: meant to, she was like, "I will." Oh, she. Yeah. She, actually, she had a, an American accent, or she did not have a Japanese accent. She just spoke American, so she was like, "I will save your business." But I was wondering if those other actors were actually uh, Japanese American, and they like had to fake their accents, or if that they were actually Japanese and and had real accents. I was that, that crossed my mind while I was watching it, but I don't know the answer.
0: You, so you didn't think to look it up. Why
1: would I look up? Does so and so have a fake accent? (laughs) How do you even Google that?
0: (laughs) I'm sure you could, man.
1: Oh, anyway, um, so that was good. Um, uh, the escalating violence between the kids. All I could think of was like, now they're not all. I I was just thinking like, man, like do like suburban kids in California are they really this like? Are they really? Is there really this many hard asses in like a suburban gang? Like, should I be worried about suburban gangs in, in <laughs> California? Like that's what I was thinking. I'm like, this is this is nuts. Like, these kids will not be like, ah, F it. Let's just go let's just go play Xbox. Like, they're just like no we need to go break this kid's arm and just like fight <laughs> we, him to need, the we need
0: death. to go to we need to go find a, an abandoned laser tag facility and just <laughs> and just start just start just start committing crimes and uh and assaults yeah that's that's the thing it was like it went from like 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 uh like
1: a bitter rivalry to like legit crimes and it was just like what it's this, so this escalated quickly it's so good uh, yeah so that was wild um I, and I do have to, I do have to say here, I need to say this, I need to profess Ooh, my love do it. for Courtney Hangler, Mrs. Larusso, hot mama. Roll Tide! When she slapped John Crease, I wish they would have called me in there for the stunt because she could slap me all night long. Ugh. Wait, she should have been slapping me in the face. Ooh. Love her, she she. I fell in love with her when she was uh, on uh, a guest on Big Bang as Sheldon's sister, and now she is uh, Mrs. Larusso,
0: and I cannot get enough of her. I've uh, and- I've seen I've I've seen ten twenty five with the uh, the likes on Instagram recently.
1: Uh, she may be getting a shout out in this you know how I pull clips out of the pod oh
0: I, oh dude I bet you she she seems like the kind of the kind of woman who would li- who would really like that and, you like, know what is
1: yeah yeah so you know what's funny she seems so cool on Instagram she's hilarious she's she oh, posts she's all ki- she posts all kinds of stuff about like uh I'm feeling drunk I probably shouldn't post this but yolo and and it's just like her being like half sexy half half like idiotic and and She seems like a blast. Like, oh, like truth be told, I would love to, you know, love to be friends with it.
0: (laughs) What's what's that? What's that from? Uh, (laughs) Is is it Anchorman? I think I don't think I I don't think you phrased it exactly the way that I want to be friends with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Nah, but um, no, she seems cool as hell, man. So um, definitely celebrity crushing the hell out of some Courtney Hangler, Mrs. Larusso, um. Yeah, so roll friggedy tide on that. Um, what else? What else? Um, the, just the. I was also just taken aback in the in the finale when they just literally <laughs> literally have a breaking and entering into the Larusso's household. Yes, yes. <laughs> for a, a literal gang fight, like this
0: ends tonight. It's too late. <laughs> No mercy, <laughs> <laughs> bro. All right, so a couple things. Um, what do we do, do? We want to talk about atlanta the, uh, some of the outlandish, hilarious stuff, or like just other things we liked about the season. Do you do whatever you want, man? Uh, I I will say this. I really liked what they did with Elizabeth Shue. So, um, Elizabeth Shue is the is at plays Ally is the high school girlfriend that basically starts the rivalry in the first Karate Kid between. Uh, Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence um, so they bring her back you know I, I think people thought that she was going to be back and be like a regular but they actually just well and again we, you know, obviously there's another season or two but it seems like they just brought her in it, oh, as, a, as a character to move the plot along um, to kind of have to be like that barometer between Johnny and uh Danny because you know LaRusso has his own point of view of you know what happened between them and the first Karate Kid and as we hilariously saw in the first season of Cobra Kai when Johnny basically explains the situation to Miguel as if as if LaRusso was bullying him and started it which yeah. probably still might be my favorite part of the the series um yeah. you know there's she basically kind of says well there's two truths to everything and then there's what happened and that's like kind of what her character does, is kind of like level set those two guys. Yeah. So I really like that. Um, yeah, I
1: meant to bring that up, too. Elizabeth Shue was great. And, and like, oh, God,
0: yeah. It almost felt
1: like she wasn't being her character it felt like she was being herself just enjoying being back around those two guys uh like, yeah. like it kind of felt like it was like hey i'm elizabeth shoe and this is a lot of fun yeah like, i mean I, she i mean
0: <laughs> elizabeth shoe she's a she's a late 1980s early 1990s roll tide she's she's an original um yeah so great stuff in the boys but anyway um so, I really liked what they did there. again, I really liked the Vietnam stuff with crease, like how they rolled that in. Um I'll leave the last thing that I really liked what they did there until we talk about the end, like how how the episode ended or the the finale. but uh, i I thought some some polar- two hilarious that or three hilarious things. So the first one was i I really thought it was just great how. The season starts where you know tori who's miguel's girlfriend who starts the big the big school riot at the end of the second season um with sam uh daniel's daughter how you know she's she's working two jobs she's taking care of her sick mom her brother and she's behind on rent and you know her landlord's out there you know fixing the pipe and basically basically you know insinuates to her who well, I'm assuming she's 17 years old, and this guy's like in his 30s. Hey, you know, if you you come over later, and uh, you know, we can work you know work something out, and uh, you know, I'll take care of your rent for you. And she's she's about to like you know punch him or whatever, and he threatens her 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 uh you know her uh, what do we call it, probation officer, and she like backs down. So you know, it, she's. She's hesitant she's hesitant to it's defend It's clearly top of mind. Yeah. She's she's hesitant to defend herself to statutory <laughs> rape. But then in the season finale and the episode before, she's totally cool with risking risking her probation with breaking and entering a saw and battery. Like <laughs> it's so absurd. I'm like, <laughs> what what is going on right now? It's like, it's like just because Cre- just because Crees threatened to beat up your landlord doesn't does, does mean the LaRussos aren't going to call the cops. Well, they didn't, but aren't going to call the cops because they broke into their house, destroyed half of their living room, and beat the shit out of, like, six kids. I thought that was... I was losing my mind when that happened. I'm like, oh, yeah. my God. You that's
1: know, not... Mrs.
0: LaRusso threatened to call the cops right after she slapped John Creese. That is true. Mm. We saw where that went. Um... The other thing was, I love how also in that finale where there's just this big, you know, big huge uh, brawl in the Larusso's, uh, you know, living room. Um, Miguel, who you know, we the last time we saw him at the end of episode or season two, he takes the fall off of the uh, second floor of the of the school and uh, he lands lands on the banister and you know you you know he's 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 essentially paralyzed for the first half of the season. Um, can't use his legs, um, you know miraculously oh, he does recover uh and then um you know he's in maybe episode 8 he can barely kick a frisbee that Johnny Lawrence is holding up and then a week later he's he's able to be fully functional in this in this living room brawl and the the bully who um is dating Sam in se- early in season 1 that he ends up beating the crap out of in the cafeteria is is now part of Cobra Kai uh, he basically gives him about—I'll say—reasonably ninety straight kidney and spine <laughs> and, and spine punches in this fight. <laughs> After coming <laughs> off of major spinal surgery, and he's totally fine. <laughs> he he could barely get up after kicking a frisbee, but this dude just completely ruptured. Is <laughs> just punching him? Has him pinned just rabbit punches, the wall. dude? Dude, it's it's like Tio Lopez <laughs> just
1: like banging out on his,
0: <laughs> his spine,
1: punching him in the liver repeatedly. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, he's gonna be pissing <laughs> some blood in the morning, maybe. Um, and that was his, he just he just oh you know what. Let, I'm going to, I'm going to turn around and defend myself. Like he just like decides like, like after it was that 84th uh, kidney punch that, that did it.
0: Yeah. And then the, uh, (laughs) the very, the very last scene of the season, uh, crease or, um, after Miguel, Miguel comes back and you can see that he had gotten, he gotten in a fight. Johnny, Johnny goes to confront crease. They get into a little scuffle, uh, you know, Johnny's son is now part of Cobra Kai. Kreese got into his head and is training him. Um, and then Daniel Daniel shows up and he goes, "You had them fight in my house or some nonsense like breaking in my house. I didn't call the cops or anything, but I'm gonna come fight you." Um, so then Daniel shows <laughs> up to fight Kreese, and so then they're going at it. So now it's a two on one battle, and then they or. LaRusso and Kreese go through the the glass window of Cobra Kai. And Kreese is about to jam him in the neck with a shard of glass. like that's where we are they're literally about to murder each other he's gonna, he's gonna literally commit homicide this <laughs> <laughs> is so good and uh and then yeah, you know that daniel performs the uh the paralyzing shots that uh that yeah, he learned yeah, while he was in japan That he learned while he was in japan after he was eaten at that from banana. the from, from the bad guy turned into got your nose guy yeah he learned that in between his lunch break at the jersey mikes in okawana <laughs> um <laughs> and uh Wait, what
1: was the name of that village he went to
0: I don't even remember I just remember the Jersey Mikes to, was to, uh, some of the tea I Got just it. remember Jersey mikes was there but anyway
1: um which i I found funny since he was from Jersey originally right Danny yeah yeah he's from Newark
0: um yeah. and so yeah so then they're gonna so they all it all ends with basically crease crease saying uh let's settle it at the All Valley uh and, and he said, is, "Let's let's
1: do this. The what did he say? Let's the do it original way Or the old, yeah. old school. Old school or let's something. do this old school. Yeah. Settle this at the All Valley. Finally. And so so the season the, season, the You so know so what? Yeah. Let's
0: pass on the homicide. Yeah yeah. Let's hey let's forget about this like shard of glass I was about to put into your neck. Um. <laughs> um and your son that's out cold that I made you throw that I basically forced you to throw into a filing cabinet. Your son um, that
1: I that I somehow.
0: Yeah. Um. And so the is, so then you see crease make a phone call and we'll talk about that in a second. And then it ends with, uh, they're at Miyagi Do Uh, Johnny's new, new class of recruits of Eagle. Was it Eagle Falcon? Dojo Eagle Fang? Dojo has now teamed. <laughs> so they're teaming with their, they're teaming with Miyagi Doe. him and Daniel are going to teach them. And it, the whole scene is 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 taking place with uh Phil Collins in the air tonight playing in the background which was so awesome yeah and then it i don't ends know what with...
1: made him choose that song cuz i don't even know how it fit whatsoever but
0: it, but cuz oh cuz it's just like it your works. typical like pump up song and then it just ends it ends with that drum i can feel it call it in the air tonight All right. um
1: that's so good. But well, you dude. know what, I think there's I think there's actually some debate if it says alright or oh lord.
0: I, I've seen that internet debate before. Oh, we're gonna have to do a podcast on that. Oh, um, god Eddie Hoodles. So so a couple of things coming out of season four. One, the big I think the big thing is people are like, Well, who was Creese on the phone with? And I think everybody thinks it's Terry Silver from the third karate kid who Crease, uh, you know, Crease teams up with to try to take down Daniel and Mr. Miyagi. Um and I really, I really liked how they fake you out in the Vietnam flashbacks, because we all know from the third Karate Kid that Terry Silver and Kreese fought together in Vietnam. Kreese saved his life. Um, what, early, early in the flashbacks, they have two two guys that are really close with Kreese in, in Vietnam. One looks exactly like a young Terry Silver. He's got this like like snake like face with like the black hair ponytail, and he actually ends up dying later in the later flashbacks in the season i'm just like oh wow they ca- how did terry silver just die like i'm waiting for terry silver to, to reappear alive and that character never does and then you see at the very end it, it, you know terry it will end up being terry silver that actually was like this scared like you know big puss who uh you know crease ended up saving and like uh he, he took his place in hand-to-hand combat with his uh lieutenant or captain gotcha um what were some of your so I think that's pretty cool, but what were what were some of your favorite parts and lines just of like of the season? Just I, I didn't write down. down
1: lines, but I, I wrote down my 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 top head scratchers, which I kind of already covered. Was um the trip to Japan just had all those coincidences? He just like stumbled into everybody that he knew over there. Yeah, because <laughs> you know that's not like a giant country or anything. And uh, <laughs> um, also I like that like his original his, so his original intention is to pitch to the board of that diona that that knock off toyota and it obviously doesn't go well and so he's just sitting there and next thing you know he's like you know what i'm gonna do he's like i'm gonna extend my stay and go to the countryside and see mr miyagi's old village yeah huh. like dude how much like one I, I guess like you could just do that on a whim and like switch your flights all around and like whatever i just thought that was that just seemed a little bit unrealistic um second thing i wrote down was like the recovery times on these injuries like make like you said miguel went from like not being able to walk to like not being able to kick a frisbee next thing you know he's in an all-out brawl and it's just like how much time has gone by like right (laughs) what what's he doing and um the uh oh, say, oh, with uh Dimitri's arm, too. Like, Dimitri broke his arm and he's in the cast, and then which I thought his whole fling with uh Yasmin was great. Oh, um, yeah, I
0: forgot about that.
1: Yeah, and she and yeah, that was good, but I was just like, and then all of a sudden he's out of the cast, and I'm like, how many weeks have gone by? Like, how's he out of the cast already? That, that was that was. Uh, head scratcher for me um the breaking and entering thing which we covered like they're just legitimately like going from like bitter rivals to actual criminals which is (laughs) (laughs) so strange um and then multiple times diaz after his surgery like they try i guess it was supposed to be funny but like he's paralyzed and johnny lawrence is just like trying to put push him and tell him like don't be a pussy your legs are just pussies right now <laughs> and he's just like but he's just falling yeah. all over the place <laughs> he's, just,
0: he's trying to mo- he, he thinks he thinks he can just motivate him to walk again. he
1: has him he has him on 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 like some kind of rope like that he's like has yeah. him suspended yeah. up trying to force him to stand and he keeps collapsing onto the ground i'm like that that can't be good for someone who just had spine surgery to just be collapsing on the ground. Probably not. <laughs> not, not ideal. But here we are. So that was that was absurd. But um, those were my head scratchers. But I, I didn't have like quotes or anything.
0: Uh, why I got I got a few here. So some of the good. I really I like the beginning where uh, Johnny. I guess he's at an Applebee's. Just like he's in a, he's on his like drunken bender here just you know really blaming himself for what happened to miguel and robbie uh and he this the bartender basically wants him out of there wants him to settle up his tab and he goes he, he, he tries to order the whatever the colt's neck whatever it is coors oh uh, the short beer. neck
1: uh the coors golden
0: yeah and he goes yeah all we got is coors light and he just goes light beers for pussies great uh <laughs> and that just that just reminds me of you every time you're drinking a bush light on this pod so that was great. Yeah, okay, um, okay, Corona Light Boy. I love. Uh, we've already had that debate, and you lost. Anyway. Um, Actually, I don't think that that ever got aired. <laughs> I think that was on the Peaky
1: Pod that never see, has not seen the light of day. Yet. Oh
0: God, that's right. It might be. You might be right. Um,
1: so I love. Why don't, why, don't, why don't you just own up to it, you Corona Boy?
0: I dude I'll I'll, I'll put Corona Corona Light and Corona Premier up against any <laughs> any 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 Bush any Bush product or any Light Beer product. Oh my gosh. Anywho. Um, I love when Johnny and Danny are on this mission to find Robbie, and uh, they're like they're, they call they call the wife, and. He's like, uh, you know, they're 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 saying something, and she goes, "Okay, they're Tango and Cash." And and and, yeah. and and Johnny goes, "No, no, Tango and Cash were narcotics detectives." And they say something else. She goes, "Okay, you you guys realize you're not actual cops, right?" <laughs> I thought that yeah. was really funny. Yeah, I'm he, a goes, big... he, goes, he,
1: he goes, "No, I didn't." He's like, "I didn't hit him. It was more of a good cop bad cop thing." And she's like, "Okay, you." Neither of you are cops. cops. <laughs>
0: that was really funny. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a sleeper tango and cash fan. So I, I, that was a great reference for the eighties. Um, Johnny Lawrence's just complete utter, like <laughs> lack of computer skills. is just hilarious throughout the season. Again, like yeah. he takes his laptop back to the Paul guy, pawn shop guy. He goes, you said this is a great brand. The thing's dead already. He's like, dude, you have to plug it in. You said it was wireless. Uh, was, that's great. Yeah. Um, and then on that one, daddy, daddy, daddy goes, "Oh, so you finally learned how to use Facebook, huh?" And he goes, "Self-taught, many hours."
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, that was really good. Uh, I loved. Uh, what else do I have here? Um, him, so he, Ali accepts his friend request because uh, you see it the season. He, he accidentally sends or he accidentally sends a message to Ali in in season two when when that the woman he meets at a bar runs his old scam on him. And then the season after he throws his phone in the beach, uh, you see Allie requests him. So he's on his computer. He's like debating on what kind of message to read. He's checking out her page. And so now Miguel is there trying to help him set up a profile and figure out what to do. And he reads Johnny's message and he goes, "Yeah, man, that just that just sounds desperate. Like you don't want to do that. That would be like be like if you if you liked all her pictures." And Johnny just gets this look on his face. And Miguel goes, "Oh no, oh no." and he goes he just goes well what the hell man I enjoyed the photos and there's literally a button that does exactly that
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. it was it was really funny and then all the pictures he's taken like he's some like hipster philosopher funny. was funny um, yeah. and then he writes this like really heartfelt message to her explaining about you know his what he's been doing since high school and then he deletes it all and just writes not much you <laughs> which is really good yeah. Uh, i'm just gonna keep going because these things are too this this shit's too good um i love how i love how when uh Allie or when uh Allie and him show up at that holiday party and daniel's there with his wife and uh and johnny goes up to daniel and goes what's that what's that suit made of velvet velvet you sleep in that thing and he goes oh well, you should talk scarface because <laughs> he's in there with it all black all black and just wearing like a white jacket um yeah and then Danny's Danny's in that same exchange, Danny's wife, uh, Amanda shows up and goes, uh, to Elizabeth shoe. she goes, So have the man boys filled you in the whole mortal enemy karate dojo battling for the soul of the valley thing. Yeah, that was good. As she's like as she's like eat, as she's sipping on her martini eating the olives. <laughs> that was really yeah. good. Um, I really I really like the two little the two little kids that are in the each each dojo. Um the little asian kid and then the little like nerdy white kid with the glasses and the red hair yeah. and they the one says something to the other and the other one goes if you died i wouldn't go to your funeral <laughs> i <I'd> missed that <laughs> it's it's right before the uh the brawl in the larusso house it's when they it's when they meet for the when the when the what do you call it eagle fang comes and joins the uh the party um and then the last one i have written wait let me make sure it's the last one yeah the last one is when johnny johnny goes to his stepdad to try to get some money for miguel surgery and he's basically calling him a loser and he goes listen you're gonna help me out or not because i'd hate for that whole little incident with your secretary to get out to the public you know start one of those hash brown me too things <laughs>
1: oh yeah hash brown me too yeah
0: <laughs> oh my god it was so good dude uh it's there probably I I I wish I would have rewatched it to write down all the great lines. There were so many, but those were those were some of the best highlights of the uh of the season for me. Man. Yeah. So great. Yeah.
1: Which um one thing we did miss too was was uh just to close it out, but um how Johnny Lawrence actually slept with Miguel's mom. Oh yeah. Car- Car- Carmen Diaz. He got his role title. Role title on Carmen Diaz. Yeah, so that 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 was funsies.
0: I agreed. Oh. i I feel um, i feel bad for that that nice ass tv that just continues to get ruined how many how many he's probably spent like where's he getting this money for tvs he's (laughs) him and him and and daniel broke him and daniel broke a tv before they fought now him now those two broke a tv i don't know uh maybe he got the insurance yeah (laughs) i don't know but so where's where are they
1: gonna go in season four do you think
0: um I guess they're going to work together and try to. Well, I guess it's going to be Crease, Crease, and Silver versus uh, Danny and uh, and Johnny Lawrence. And I imagine Crease is going to try to uh, get get those two to get at odds with each other again to give himself a leg up in the uh, in the war in the war for the soul of the valley. I'm not really sure. They, I, I, think.
1: Well, they were like on the precipice of the tournament, right? Going in at the end of the season, right? Correct. Yes. So, do you think? Do you think? The tournament's going to happen in the first couple episodes.
0: No, I think it'll. I think it'll happen towards the end. See, I I thought that they would
1: do the tournament in the first couple episodes, and then they would spend the rest of the do season the aftermath. Yeah, I, and I I think that it's season four is going to be the end, and I think what they're going to do. No, they're is... doing five.
0: Well, that's why. Oh, I see really? That, that's that's why. Well, that's that's what they they've said they've signed on for five, and that's why I think it'll happen at the end. Okay. If four was the last one, I agree with you that that would happen. Okay, because
1: see, I, I, where I where I think this eventually goes, and I, see, they're they're gonna do what shows always do and just take it one extra season and, and extend it out too much. But, um, I I, I kind of thought they would do the All Valley and then, you know, uh, Miyagi-Do would win and then Cobra Kai. They'd basically have to like rehab all those kids, and it would be like a broader message of like basically like vietnam war vets and ptsd and how you have to like like Hmm. like kind of like focus on like look these and and again because i think the whole show uh, kind of the motif and the and, and the theme of the whole show is like things aren't like there's two sides to every story like you can't just go in there blind and say you're the good guy they're the bad guy and just fight to the death That's not that doesn't work like that's not how that's not true and so there's like the other side has points that are valid just like you have points that are valid and so um it's it's a really cool nuance of the show that's why i say the writing is just so good because I can't think of another show off the top of my head or even not off the top of my head while I've been watching this is it does even remotely a good a job is showing two sides to, to a simple misunderstanding and how it escalates from there. Um, and so that's why I, 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 so I don't know. I thought in season four, they would just kind of like use a lot of that to like, it, as annoying as it is, because like, how he's going to rehab every bad guy. But I thought it would be worthwhile to show a Vietnam War vet and how they got all basically flipped around and backwards in the head and then kind of just like bring them back to society kind of thing. So yeah, it could be. Um. So, uh, but now that you tell me they're season five, I don't know. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, they may. That, that, that may be. The they may be season five eventually.
1: instead of season four. Yeah.
0: So it could be. But yeah i i don't really yeah i mean that's that's the only thing i see for season four is just how it's going to be silver and crease versus those two and you know they're going to try some dirty tricks to try to uh to separate them just kind of like silver did with uh danny and mr miyagi in the third third karate kid
1: sweet sweet well drew cobra kai never dies
0: Dude, it was a Ah, uh, oh, God, it was and it was yeah, it was so cool how they moved it up too from the uh, January eighth to January first. Not to that yeah. matter for you. Um
1: Courtney yeah, Hangler. Man, that was yeah, it was fun. We gotta uh My love. My my new love, Courtney Hangler. Ah,
0: uh, so hot. Um well, I guess we're gonna do some good Denzel Denzel's movie comes out tomorrow. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to think about You gotta about watch
1: Yellowstone sh- on Peacock for God's sake.
0: Oh, we're still doing this, huh? uh sure
1: are we okay. I, I we are you know why because you haven't watched it yet once i once i'm
0: once i'm finished with his dark materials i'll uh i'll switch over to that maybe
1: okay but, uh, all right drew good talk i'll see you out there big
0: kisses sit down pull you that first round you got an open count, toss it out, everybody's cold right now Stir up the crowd, get you that second round Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud